Hello and welcome to this mini episode of the around no not that uh, of the end zone podcast. I uh, was about to call this a different podcast that exists that is much more popular than us. Uh, I, I mean, was... you can't prove that it's more popular than us. No, nah, I think it's that's more really popular. that's really just speculation, as they say in court. No, I really do think it's more popular. So yeah, that that that's a. Uh, that's just a bloop, and uh, maybe that'll be our YouTube clip this week. But uh, welcome to the Enzo Podcast. I'm Eric Jensen, joined as always by my good host, Brad. What's good, Brad? How are things going in Alberta? Things going well for you? Uh, yeah, I'd say things are going pretty well. My my, uh, I'm, I'm ramping up towards school about to start. Uh, less, less McDonald's going on in my life, so things are on the upswing. How are you doing, Mr. Eric Jensen? I'm busy. They they keep me busy. Um, I'm, you know, it's football season. I work a lot, so they keep me busy. That's for sure. I've got some high school football to cover to that tonight, and I'm excited to get going on that. But before that, I'll take some downtime later today. But before that, I wanted to just quickly touch on some of the news going on in the NFL. Some big news: Deshaun Watson suspended 11 games. Now official. Fined five million dollars bradford just very quickly your initial reaction to this suspension my initial reaction was and i and i i i I laughed i laughed when i saw it because it's a joke this is a joke this is i mean anybody that was expecting anything different is is uh covered in clown makeup which maybe maybe i had a little bit on my face because when they initially uh, challenged the original, even more ludicrous ruling of six games. I was like, "Oh wow, is Roger for once in his life about to have, you know, a bit of some courage?" But no, no, that is not the route the NFL decided to take. I mean, this is this is this is just hollow and empty. And I mean, this is the reality of the NFL. This is why I firmly believe. This is my personal philosophy, and I urge any any uh, soul who who may be listening to this. Do not pay for the games. Stream them. There is a thousand different ways to avoid paying for them. Don't support this product. This this league does not care about whatever whatever they tell you. They don't care about you. They don't care about women. They don't care about anything that doesn't involve money. And I think that's most highlighted by, very conveniently, following Deshaun Watson's 11-game suspensions, the 12th game on the Brown schedule it's against the Houston Texans. Now you, you can't tell me that's that's not you can't tell me that's just a coincidence. Yes, I would uh I would agree, but that is definitely not a coincidence. But some league back channels being like, hey, let's get this guy ready for a potential revenge game. It's gonna get a lot of eyeballs and viewers. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. I mean I I originally thought the Watson suspension might only be what what it originally was, which was like four to six games. And I guess the NFL did something kind of right by making it 11 games. But I mean, to have, you know, 30 plus instances of women coming forward and accusing you of sexual assault um, and then to only get. 11 games well calvin ridley who bet on his own team while he was he was out he bet on his own team to win while he was injured no nah, and that's right. enough to get him kicked out you know like i i don't get it you know it's 
honestly, I almost would have preferred him to get no suspension because to me, this is almost more offensive where it's like, okay, so clearly you think he did something wrong because you're punishing him and you don't punish people usually unless they do something wrong. If you hadn't punished him, then it would mean you're buying to the logic. Well, we can't prove it. We don't know. But clearly you can prove it. You do know you're punishing him. There's evidence. Anybody with a brain knows that he definitely did most of this stuff, right? It's, it's pretty obvious to anybody. And the fact that they're putting up a price on that of essentially this is, this is the punishment for mass sexual assault. This is what it costs you. We can put a direct numerical games per assault quantity on this case. And that's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I find myself as a pretty cynical person sometimes. And this just, this is just, I almost thought I was being too cynical about it, but no, I gave the NFL too much credit. This is just, it's a joke. It's is what it is. And I think that the problem is, is with that 12th game, that Browns Texans game, I'm going to be tuning into it. You're going to be tuning into it, right? That's must watch television. You know, how, how do you resist something like that? They know, they know what they're doing marketing wise. And it's just, this is why you shouldn't pay for this stuff. Steal it, steal it. It's right there for stealing. Just take them down. Don't buy any of their crappy merch, man. Just get it, get it off a buy and sell or something. Stop supporting these clowns. Well, it'd be pretty hypocritical of me to sit here and say all that. I mean, the NFL does basically control my life, but I do think that this is a real misstep by the league and by the commissioner who could have stepped in and just taken the punishment into his own hands and said hey i'm gonna give you a year but no 11 games is the suspension and the browns suddenly become a very uninteresting team to me because 11 games is probably too much in the afc to recover from if Jacoby Brissett is your quarterback. So I, I really don't think the Browns are going to be much of an issue this year, much of a storyline. I think they'll be a generally pretty mediocre team led by a pretty mediocre quarterback. Uh, and then when Deshaun Watson gets back, I mean, he didn't look great in the preseason and this is a guy that hasn't played in a year and a half and probably closer to two years by the time he gets back um, this season. And so we don't know what version of Deshaun Watson will even be getting, whether he'll be the all-star quarterback he was before all this in Houston or not. So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. But definitely disappointing news from a morality standpoint, I would say, uh, that the NFL, once again, kind of gets in its own way and while 11 games is a lot of games, that's true. $5 million is nothing in the scheme of somebody who just got $230 million guaranteed. And so we move on. And and the sad reality is we'll forget about this by week four. This, this will be a, a non-story by then. It will be excited about the football, but... Uh, just a yeah, really I'm not sure I'm not sure about that in this instance because I mean we'll see I'm fully ready to be let down by this but I feel like with a case like this we, we've never had uh, an, a case like this especially with a star player this level do okay like this level of heinous action has been done before but on this mass 
serial predator scale. It's a compulsion. It's it's just like it's a compulsive issue for him, and it will continue popping up. I feel pretty confident in saying. I think we're gonna find out more and more that we we don't even know the half of it yet. You know, uh, I think that with a case that is this massive, I think there will always be. I'll I'll tell you this: the Steelers fans aren't gonna let him forget. Ravens fans aren't gonna let him forget. Bengals fans aren't going to let him forget that Texans game. I can't even imagine what the crowd's going to be like in there. It's I, I tweeted out the other day in a, in a fit of inspiration that the Houston Texans will finish with a better record than the Cleveland Browns this year. Now I'm, I'm not sure if I stand by that statement, but I don't think it's as crazy at face value. Cause like you're saying 11 games is well more than enough. We were talking before in a previous episode that a four game suspension is enough to just take the wheels off their playoffs chances 11 games i think is pretty much a death sentence i mean even if even if they manage to tread water let's say around 500 or whatever let's say they're six and five five and six i don't think is very realistic with Brissett at, at qb but deshaun is going to take some time to get back into the swing of things he's going to be good i don't want to overreact to like five snaps he took in the preseason it's been a while he'll get back to form his talent has never been the question in this case i just feel like Ah, it's, it's, I understand where you're coming from, where it's like the reality of sports and this league, especially is your favorite team has a bunch of terrible people on it. And it's, it's tough to like, Oh, pick and choose where I'm drawing the line on this and that. And it's, it's just sort of the reality that you have to accept with, with things like this. Um, But with Deshaun, this is such a mass pattern of serial criminal behavior. I'm not going to forget. I don't think. Like, no, and maybe I phrased that wrong. I don't think people will all in all forget, but I don't think this will be the headlining story going into week four of the NFL season. I think that this will get... No, the headlining story will be Jared Goff's uh, MVP candidacy. (laughs) Right, right. But the, the, you know... I, I really don't think until that week 11 game comes back, we'll, we'll think much about Deshaun Watson and that, uh, that game again. And then that game against the Texans will happen and there'll be a lot of buzz around it. And we'll all talk about it again for a week or two. And then he'll start playing other teams and eventually it'll fade down. And people will always re- recognize that, he did all these terrible things, but it won't be brought up in conversation every time he's talked about. So that's, now here's that, a guy with, he's had his off the field issues yeah. in the past. There's been questions about his maturity, but Hey, Eric, we need to stay focused. Listen to good old Jimmy has them. He, he wants us to know what's important. And the important thing that we have to keep in mind here, this is a direct quote from Jimmy has them. The important thing we have to keep in mind is that he's 26 and a really good quarterback. Oh, Jimmy, I, I completely missed that part. Now that you bring that up, it completely recontextualizes the whole issue. Next, you're going to tell me OJ Simpson was a good running back. Oh my, like, I, I, ah, drives me crazy, man. I think the, I think the Browns have no idea what they've signed themselves up for. This is just, I, they have no idea what's coming their way. This, whatever they win as a result of this will never be worth the destruction that it will cause because this will not work out. I could cynically see, you know, a Saints team that traded for Deshaun Watson it working out. This is the Cleveland Browns. And I promise you this will end in the most tragic, heartbreaking manner possible. 
This is the factory of sadness. And anyone that thought for a year that it was anything different is crazy. Baker Mayfield is going to make the playoffs before Deshaun Watson does. Yeah, maybe. We'll, we will see. I, I don't know if I'm that bullish on Baker Mayfield. but Oh, me neither. Uh, me neither. I don't actually mean that. That, that was just, once again, a fit of passion. But I... I I don't think I don't think they understand what they've done, not just from a moral level, but from a football level. I mean, there's a very good chance in my mind that one of their first round picks. I mean, maybe Davis Mills is the savior. I like to believe that he is. But there's a very good chance that one of those first round picks becomes the quarterback for the Texans that they were looking for this whole time. And that is the most Cleveland Browns thing imaginable. Wouldn't you agree, Eric? Yeah, I I would agree with that. All right, last thing before we go, leave on a little bit of a lighter note. Uh, Derwin James gets a big contract extension. Congrats to him. This is a guy that people about a year ago said, hey, he's got injury concerns. Well, he put together a fully healthy season, was one of the best safeties in the league. Every penny. And uh, now gets his payday. So congratulations, (laughs) excuse me, to Derwin James. What a fun career it's been thus far, and hopefully it continues, even though Bradford wishes nothing but pain for the Los Angeles Chargers. That is that is that is a mischaracterization. Okay. I my distaste for the Chargers is not mainly a Chargers thing. I just I've I've said this many times before, but people are trying to gaslight me into believing the Chargers are a serious entity. It has been years of this. I just, I, I hate how the, you're, you got me going here. You know exactly what you were doing. I hate I with the Los Angeles Chargers, how they never have to accomplish anything to have everybody give them credit. You know, it's like but they accomplished whole, a lot this off season. They did accomplish a lot this off season, but you so know that's what they why haven't people are giving they them haven't, flowers. They haven't made the playoffs anytime recently, right? Like and people I are would acting almost like they're guaranteed just, they'll make the playoffs. A, a shoe in. I wouldn't guarantee that on paper, maybe, but you're missing the point. This is the LA Chargers, and they don't do things like that. I just right. it drives me crazy how uh, like the Kansas City Chiefs, they can have the track record that they have right now. They can have Mahomes with the track record he has right now, and that means nothing because it's in the past. With the Chargers, everyone thinks the Chiefs are going to be be a playoff team and be a Super Bowl. Contender. I'm not. What saying are you that talking they're not about? Saying that, but people are acting like the Chargers have already done that. Like Justin Herbert has already done that. People you would like think Brandon Staley. If you if you listen to a lot of NFL shows, you would think that Brandon Staley is better than Bill Belichick ever was. They just it's this weird thing where I feel like they have this initiative sent to them by the NFL. This is a conspiracy I have sent to them by the NFL to try and gaslight the general public into believing the chargers are something a that people care about because it's not and B something to be taken seriously. Okay. I will take the chargers seriously. Once I see the chargers take themselves seriously, I do not hate I, I, I don't want to appear like I'm beating up on a little brother team. Okay, that's not the case. I love the aesthetic of the little brother Los Angeles franchise that nobody cares about. Very cute. But there's there's one of those in almost every major league. But I just I just wish people would tone back on the Chargers hype and tell the Chargers just back it up for once. That's all I'm asking. Derwin James, anyways, well worth the money. One of the best, if not the best, uh, safety in the game. You know, it's... Good move for the Chargers. I agree with you. They have a great roster right now. I just, I refuse 
I refuse to be a sucker like all the other suckers buying into the Chargers. In the words of Patrick Mahomes, I'll see it when I believe it. Okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, that's that, that that's a fine thing thing to believe, Bradford. All like, right, I can buddy. get on board with the Broncos. Like I well, let's not talk about let's not talk about the Broncos today. Let's let's just get out of here with a quick episode like like we promised we would. Uh what a great day it's been. Have a great rest of your day in Alberta, Bradford. We're gonna be back on Sunday night talking some week two preseason takeaways. That'll be our last preseason takeaways show, by the way. I'm not gonna talk about mostly backups in week three. Well that what that will be a week devoted more to um, some other stuff that we can talk about. But for right now, well, and uh, our schedule over the next few weeks, expect, uh, you know, a few shows. Uh, don't know when they'll be out exactly. I've just got to get into my football schedule for college football. And then we'll have a more compact schedule for, for what we think we're doing. But we're thinking Thursday and Tuesdays for this season as far as podcasts go. Anyhow, for Bradford, I'm Eric Jensen. Follow us on Twitter at EndZonePod. Check out the podcast and all updates for our podcast. There, subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. It helps us a lot. It would be very cool of you to do so. Thank you very much, and have a great weekend. Peace out. Peace.